One, two, three, four. Spoils of Akron with Coach Fred from the YMCA and Chris. Spoils of Akron, the Spoils of Akron podcast. So, I have to say, and Chris, Chris Miller, you're part of everything, just like all of our guests that seem to have like one major function, but then so many other talents that they provide. And, I, and, just, and so, too, are you, that person. I'm just a busybody. You I, are. I, I've got to do, like, a million things at once, and it's just, you know, I don't know if it's, like, uh, ADD or if it's just, <laughs> I don't know. I just get bored easily, so I, I have to it, do a lot of different things I think to it runs keep in myself the blood, entertained. It runs in the blood in Akron. because I, it it I know a lot of people like that, but what's funny is uh, you knew we were having... Our, our guest today, Coach Fred, Fred Woods from the YMCA down the street uh, on East Market Street. And you didn't realize that you actually had met him at an event because you do have your fingers in A everything. A week ago. Yeah. Okay. Or last so Wednesday. Or Thursday, me, actually. Let me start by saying welcome, Coach Fred. Thank you very, very much for being here. It's all appreciated. I appreciate being here. We are so excited <coughs> to have you. And I love interviews like this because we're going in pretty cold i don't know a whole lot about you i really don't know anything about you except what i've seen when i go to the ymca that's the um gym that i go to let's be honest it, me when, too let's be honest when i go <laughs> I, I try once to go. a month for me or twice a month probably <laughs> jason Should and i you know we both go he goes a lot lot more than i do but i try to go at least a couple times a week and i love walking the trek it's like i think it's just very therapeutic and it, gets me some extra miles in in terms of how much I'm walking in a week and I love watching the kids play basketball down below which we will get into but you're a constant presence I see the kids there interacting with you I see you as a mentor to them I see you coaching them I've heard you talk to them about the equipment room so I can tell you you're kind of in charge there and I, I thought to myself I want to know more about this man I can tell he means a lot to these children and I know just based on what you've said when you came in today, that there's even more to your story. So let's start with the why. And thank you for being here again. <laughs> oh, I, we struck a chord with Coach Freddy's. I, you're going to get me going. He's getting sure. sentimental because I can tell the kids mean a lot to you. They really do. Um, the why is like me giving back what was given to me when I was a kid. I was a kid. I grew up in the Summit County Children's Home. And okay. um, I met a guy named Mr. Perky there, who I later found out was a major league baseball player, Whoa. pitcher for the Pirates and Cincinnati Reds. He took me to a place where, you know, I really appreciated him, and he did all the things that I'm trying to do at the Y for the kids. Well, then he was a mentor to you. Yes, he was. Um, while you were at the children's home, he was, how did he come in contact with you? Was he working with kids there or? He was the recreational director. Okay. So he actually got us into the Y. He, you know, got us into basketball, football, any kind of sports that was possible. From the time I was a little kid till I had totally grown up and was playing in high school. And what was your sport of choice? What did you enjoy the most? Football and basketball. Aha. Uh -huh. And did uh, did you kind of 
know as you were playing those as a child and going into high school and everything that you wanted to continue on in sports into your adulthood? He told me I had a special gift. Okay. I kind of I kind of tried my hardest in basketball, but I loved all sports. I played baseball, soccer, you know, you name it. He, we did it. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, you got a feel for all those sports because I see you there on the basketball court a lot with the kids, but obviously the Y represents all different forms of athletics and health and very key and very important community. Right. So what you learned from him, you have now brought to the table at the Y and those kids are going to tell stories when they're older about Coach Fred, like you're telling about that gentleman. Bob Perky was quite a mentor to me. He spent quite a bit of time. He was the MVP for the major, for, I think it's the, uh, for his division at that time. And he he was really modest about his thing. So let me sing his praise that he was a really great man to this community. That's wonderful that you want to credit him and say thank you to him. Um, does he have family here in Akron, potentially? Anybody that would hear? I'm not sure. I'm not, not sure. sure. Well, when you are at the Y, first of all, how long have you been there? I think I'm working on my sixth year. Okay. And how did that come about? Um... I had two, I had a major surgery and they said I couldn't work full time anymore. Okay. So they said, well, you can work part time, but you can't make, but so many hours. So at that time I was, you know, looking for things to do and they said, why don't you try this? And I trained for it. They sent me over to do some training, and they said, we love you, you know, come on. Now, now wait a minute. Who's they? What, um, what were you doing before the Y? I worked at Honey Baked Ham. Oh, yum. <laughs> I love Honey Baked Ham. <laughs> who didn't grow up on Honey Baked Ham for Easter? Yum. Yeah, yeah yum. good stuff. Okay. Well, I was a corporate salesman for this area there. Wow. And and I, they had a shop, They had a store, maybe they still do, over in Montrose, I know. Is that... I worked at both stores. I okay. worked at Chapel Hill and okay. Montrose. So Got it. I was I was involved in the conversion from the old store to the cafes that they have now. See, isn't that cool? Like we're talking to him about sports and community <laughs> and the why, but like we're talking to somebody that has extensive knowledge about ham. Yes. <laughs> Which I don't know why that's fascinating. That to skill me. goes a long way. <laughs> like tell me something random about ham that won't ruin it for me. <laughs> Ham is, it's a very good food. Um, you can eat it hot or cold. I prefer it cold. You're right. It's very versatile like that. It is. And it goes with a lot of other food because when I eat ham, I also like to eat chicken for some reason. I okay. think ham and chicken are complementary to each other. Yeah, I think so. So let me ask you this. You sound like you still love ham. I do. Working <laughs> working for Honey Bake didn't ruin that for you in the sense that not because they have anything you know their ham is great but sometimes people work in a certain food industry and they're oh i never want to smell or taste that again i got so overwhelmed with it you obviously still love it i do and i love the company the people that work there are great they oh, treated great... me very well i parted with them on what my a compliment to the honey baked ham company and this was not they didn't pay us to say this <laughs> so 
you had some sort of injury or something that prevented you from doing your job any further at Honey Baked as a corporate salesman, and then how did that curtail into you getting well, uh, involved actually, with the Y? Actually, I was injured before I worked there, but I only worked there part-time. I worked there part-time because of the injury. Ah. I chose to leave because of my weight gain, and I took some time off. And then I went and looked for another job. Now, did you gain the weight after Honey Baked Ham? Because I'm just guessing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, it was dirt. Now, and if I may say, you're not an overweight man by any means. You're very tall, and you have a very uh, healthy physique. You are not overweight, to be clear. Well, thank you. <laughs> so I don't know if you were extremely thin before and you gained weight, or if you've lost weight since then, but... I've lost weight since then. Aha. Extremely. Um, but... It was a lot of walking and stuff, and I got into exercise. So when I looked for a new job, I wanted to do work at the Akron Public Library. Couldn't get in, but my counselor got me in at the Y. So I trained at the Firestone Park Y for um, six months while the University Park Y was being built. And when they opened, I joined the crew certain like a month after they all joined. So you uh, got on board with the Y um, just by trying to get a job at the library and, and, and through a counselor and somehow that was that connection was made. And then you started exercising there um, after you got <clears> the job <throat> after you got the job there? Um, when you when you join the when you work for the Y you take a class and they make you a member as well as a employee. Um, I always exercise. It was just part of my credo. Um, I was a sports player in high school and college and so forth. Yeah. So that was a big part of your background. And once you were in that environment, again, it was just natural that you would take advantage of that. And what a great perk to have a, a membership. Well, you've had great perks. You got free hams for the holidays. <laughs> and then you got a free uh, gym membership. And when you started with the Y, were you immediately um, in the position of coaching children? Um, that came a while after. Um, when I was on my trial part of working for the Y, I, I explained what I would like to help with the kids. And then when I moved to University Park, they put me in touch with uh, Danico Buckley, who was the youth coordinator at that time. He, would, he did all the youth sports. And um, he put together quite a team of kids. Uh, I'm a team of employees with him. At that time, it was Trent Morgan, Willie McGee, who is the athletic director at St. V, me, myself, and um, a couple other people I don't even remember. But now we're all involved in doing certain things with at the Y and helping the kids together. It's like Akron's dream team of YMCA coaches because it sounds like you're all very passionate and wanted to do something positive together. And I probably see some of these guys. I don't know them. I don't know their names. Right. But when I'm walking the track at the Y, and when you said University Park, it's the it's called the University Park YMCA. Actually, it's called. They it has just another changed name. It just I changed know. it recently. It's the Cole Family YMCA. Why are they doing this University to me? I just Park. had it down. <laughs> okay, so now it's the Cole Family University Park YMCA. But when I'm walking the track, um, it's really cool because I should describe to everybody. There, it, the track is raised. It's on the upper level, and it overlooks 
um, on either side or on whichever, depends on which way you're walking. But it overlooks the basketball court where the kids play. Um, it's not just kids, obviously. Adults can play there too. But there's a lot of kids uh, when I go of all different ages. Right. And my favorite are the little ones. Sometimes there's like four-year-olds and the ball is like bigger than their entire torso. <laughs> Chris, you have to come see it. It's hilarious. I, I go to the Y. I mean, Do you see sometimes. This? No, I, 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 there's usually older like, kids there when I'm pe- there. Peek in once in a while because it depends on what time you go and what day, you know, they're sure. scheduled. But that's hilarious. I'm usually there at lunchtime, so the kids are in school, I think. Uh, <laughs> Maybe in the summer. You know what? That makes sense. When I <laughs> yeah. go, it's always either evenings or um, I go on the weekends a lot. Ah, so okay. so there's the little kids will like line up and face each other and you guys will have them doing little dribbling exercises like they're learning the basics right. but it's so cute. Well, um, watching little kids I, I'm not really into sports but I watch little kids play any sport. It's so entertaining. It is. Football, baseball, basketball. I mean, yeah, I I think it's very entertaining and I don't know. It's 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 and they take it so seriously, but they're they're having fun, but right, they are right. like, you know, they want that ball and they want all they want to play like, you know, the people that they dream of playing like. They watch TV and they try to emulate their heroes. Oh, sure. I, I bet. And I agree with you. It is really fun. And my favorite part is that um, we have a youth group. I mean, we have the what we call our little dribblers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, little dribblers. Now, they are four years old to pre-kindergarten. And they try so hard and, <laughs> and what it is is we develop them from certain stages now they go from little dribblers to i mean kindergarten first grade second grade to third grade and you can actually really see the ones who stick with the program their progress is unbelievable i believe it because then i'll see some of i actually watched a game uh or if not two games um while i was walking a week or two ago and i i'm trying to think they were probably at the 10 year old level give or take they were good they knew the game they knew what they were doing you were coaching you were, you were on the bench uh and then there was another coach on another bench and you guys were you know telling them what was up and coaching them and they understood and i mean for that age i was really impressed they work together as a team they pass the ball uh you know there's the personalities came out you'd see like the one that would be like come on what are you doing pass it for me and then you'd see the one that like you know really like had the oomph to plow down the entire court with the ball that you know the kind of like leaders yeah it all just comes through and it's so cool and so for you to watch that like you said from when they're just little wee four-year-olds up to 10 up and then up to 15 and things like that uh I can't even imagine. You must, I mean, there must be so much, I hate to say it, but you must be very proud, I would think. I'm extremely proud of all our kids that work at the Y. Um, I think I'm graduating my first class into St. V and Hoban and that stuff since I've been there. Uh, the kids that are going and now participating in the high school level is phenomenal. I, I think Liz wants to be your assistant coach. No. That, that's what. She, that's why she oh, brought no. you here. That's what she's really aiming for right now. You know, you know we, yeah. t- we accept volunteers. Or, or wa- water girl. Let me just say this. Water girl, maybe. That's, yeah, that's about it. I have a vertical leap, you guys, of like three inches. It's not. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I like to play. I like to shoot, you know, game a horse when I was a kid, that kind of thing. But was I actually meant to like, you know, I don't know. It's fun, but 
I see what these guys do and layups and stuff like that are a little out of uh, yeah yeah no um, <laughs> <laughs> I, it wouldn't be pretty right. but you could lower the hoop for me I know you guys can do that yes we yeah. can lower we yeah. lower the hoop for then, then you'll see Chris yeah. yeah, you were, jo- she'll, you were she'll joking. She'll dunk all over that hoop. You, you lower the hoop, and now we've got another story to tell. But it's it's so cool, and they have different teams, um, like you said, different ages and things like that. Beyond actually coaching and teaching them um, the sport itself, what goes into the mentoring end of it? Well, um, several of our youth uh, come from broken homes and different families. So at the Y, we try to provide them different avenues to help them in school, at home, in the community, so they can be productive citizens later on. That must be really rewarding and yet really hard sometimes. You can't win every child, but we try. We really do try. And just heartbreaking sometimes, too, to see what some of the kids go through. Um, But when they're there, they are focused, they are positive, they are interacting with other kids. I mean, I see nothing but good things, and it, I'm not kidding, it sounds cheesy, but when you watch the news and when you watch you know, 2020 and, and documentaries and things like that that show you all the bad things that are out there that are real, you know, drug problems and kids with these problems and how kids don't um, do positive things the way they used to and they're always causing trouble, those... Things that you hear and you think about how much trouble the you know the future of the country is in based on this that and the other, you, I go there, and I think no, this is good, this is positive, and it gives me I swear, I swear it gives me hope. I'm like these are great kids, and there's probably kids like this everywhere. I just don't see them enough, and you don't hear those stories enough. Well, in a, a lot of a lot of problems with crime and things that happen in community um, happens as the kids are growing. They don't start off bad, you no, know. And, gosh, and so, no. and when they're young enough, they're everyone's still on equal footing in, in different different demographics in our community, and that's when you know um, um, folks like the coach here really come into play is is trying to lead them down a. A different road than than maybe some of their peers are going, and and everyone has potential. You know, we're not we're not born bad people. You know, this is something that's sort of is a product of, of how we how we're raised and grow up. And what about Cody and Ryan? Uh, <laughs> they're a lost cause. We'll, we'll, we'll say that because they're not here right what, now. They're what went, two what went wrong there? <laughs> Just kidding. I, Love I you guys. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. <laughs> Those are our co-hosts. We're kidding. yeah we're, great. we're joking. We love. But them. no, you're right. Nobody starts out bad, and and that's what I mean. Like it seems like I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like not enough parents are doing their jobs anymore, and and do families really get around the dinner table together anymore, and things like that. And it, you know, it worries you. Like where are things headed? But. I think things get blown out of proportion too, and, and you you don't want to focus on that. You go someplace like the Y, and you see what's happening, uh, or other community centers where people are doing great things with these kids, and the kids are just showing such positivity as a result. And like I said, it just gives me such joy and hope, and it makes me think, no, this is this is great, and this I know this isn't just going on here at this building. It's going on throughout Akron. It's going on in other it cities. It is. And, and credit to the parents because at the Y, I see those parents coming in and playing ball with their kids and things like that. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. And that is an encouragement. We, t- we try to, enjoy, I mean, we need more things for girls. You need, <laughs> I hate to say that. You we need, need more, more for girls. We need more activities Got for it. women and young ladies to, at the Y so they know how to grow up and 
if nothing else, get rid of the excess energy they have. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many women in this city that, you know, need a step more of guidance. Of, of guidance, I, I have to say that. Um, that no, would that, solve a lot of our problems. That's important to hear. That's a very, I'm so glad you're, you're stating what you think needs to happen because you're involved and you have that insight. Uh, so you're just, you know, because you're right. When I watch the basketball games there, uh, it's mostly boys. It's, it's 90. But we do have our girls. 95% <laughs> boys. But then there will be, exactly, there are the co-ed teams and there will be, you know, a girl on each team every now and then. Um, and they're so, like, so cool in that they totally keep up with the boys. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, there are some girls, and I have a niece out there, and she doesn't back down for anybody. But my job is not to matter whether you're a boy or a girl. I just want to train you, get you involved in this sport, and hope you like it. Um, I'm not the only one. Every Y has somebody like me or somebody close to like me there um let me shout out kareem smith at the barberton y and the green y okay uh Danico buckley who does our minority achievers program trent morgan they're all they're all making it happen they are and I saw something really cool one day. Um, I, I do see you interact with those other coaches and things like that. And there's this feel, though, I have to say that, like, they all respect you there. When I, like I said, just kind of noticed over time, man, this guy, he's doing good things. And I know that there's a lot to tell. I want to I talk to him more. I want to get to know him. I, I would love to have him on the Spoils of Akron podcast. I didn't know your name. I didn't know where you were at that you moment. You didn't. You just came no. up and said, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I asked an employee, I said, do you know who the gentleman is? He's tall. He's always on the basketball court with the kid. I mean, I didn't even have to finish my sentence. They go, oh, Coach Fred. They just knew. And then, and then they, you know, everybody knows, Coach Fred, Coach Fred. And they found you, and that's, that's, that was it. But just that resonating, oh, duh, is kind of like what she was saying. Like, that's Coach Fred. Everybody knows Coach Fred uh, in a very cute way. She said that, you know, no problem. We know exactly who you're talking about. He's, he's important here is what I heard. And, uh, as, you know, the way she said that. And so it was really cute. One day there was a girl on the court and the basketball equipment room door was open. And you were sitting up at the desk where the track is. And I saw you look over the rail and you hollered down. And I don't know the name you hollered. It was so cool, though. You just said whatever her name was. Hey, why is my equipment room door open? Why is my equipment room? And I knew. I was like, oh, that's the man in charge. And she, said, and she went over and she shut it. And she said she had a reason. And it was justifiable. But it was just like... They respect you. Yeah. They know, you know, you're going to tell them what's up in a very, you know, positive way. And that when you speak, they listen. Like, you just have that that respect um, that I, I think they're going to carry with them their whole lives. Like, it's a beautiful thing. It is. It is. And I appreciate the parents that bring their kids to Y. It's a family place. And families are important. Families yes. are very important. Like I said, I love seeing the parents interacting with their kids there on the court, in the pool. It's important. It's so great to see. What do you do outside of the Y? I know just from you being here today before the interview that there are some projects you're involved with outside of the Y. Yeah. What are those? Um, we're about to kick off what we call mobile mentoring. Mobile mentoring. Where we're going to go around the area and work from schools and community places to help kids in different areas 
and it's just not me and it's not a Y program it's a program we're putting together through neighborhood leadership Akron um, Leadership Akron, we know about them, a little bit about them. It's Neighborhood Leadership Institute, which is is run by the YMCA. Okay, say that again, Neighborhood Neighborhood Leadership Leadership Institute. Institute. It's similar to Leadership Akron, more grassroots. A lot of people from the neighborhoods themselves, um, part of their class, and Fred can explain a little more, is is launching projects that are very neighborhood specific. And and some of the best people in Akron I've met are through that program, amazing. That is incredible. What specific neighborhoods are you working on? I'm working on East Akron and University Park neighborhoods. When when I joined the Y, one of our um, directors at the time says, look guys, this is what we need you to do. We need you to infiltrate the community and do good things in the community. And I was one of the ones that actually took that lead. So I'm trying to work inside out. Like, I just knew you were special. I didn't know you were an all-out hero. Like, seriously, you're a hero. And, and I'm so glad I got to meet you. Um, it's incredible. It's, you're the most important person in this community, in a way. People like you, I mean. Like, that's it right there. He's involved in helping the kids on a daily basis, providing mentorship, and then he's reaching out into the community, infiltrating, and changing a neighborhood one, one step at a time. With a team of people, I know, but... That's, that's like ultra important. It doesn't get any more important than that. Yeah, very valuable. I mean, people on the front lines, you know, working with kids directly, working with families directly, and some of the neighborhoods that need it the most. Yeah. So um, what, what, um, how many people do you expect to reach through this mobile mentoring program? Well, it's a newly, um, we're, it is, it's just in the works. Sure. Um, what we plan to do is basically do the tutoring the you know any child with problems emotional problems tutoring problems i have a bunch of friends that are going to combine with us and they're going to help us with you know we're going to take one like we're going to start out with three different areas and then we're going to move on for there hopefully five ten communities that we can rotate around and help kids in it's really the whole point is really making a difference and and the difference in some cases will be immediate but in some cases it'll be you know something that makes a difference over the course of years as you change you know even one life is it your is your family involved is it something your family gets involved with um my family is involved with me through the Uh why but it's i call people i work with my family so Uh I do have a big family, and I love them dearly, but the people I work with are very special. And the people I met in Neighborhood Leadership Institute, they are going to be great people at some time. Well, if there's ever anything we can do to, to help, either through Spoils of Akron, through the Akronist, through Musica, through Urban Eats, you know, uh, I think what you're doing is so important that um, we'd be more than happy, you know, if you need help getting the word out about something you're doing or uh, need some place to host, host a fundraiser or, you know, you just call because I think it's, uh, like I said, it's about making a difference and uh, it's not something you guys can do alone. And a lot of times you need help. And if there's anything we can do, however wow, that's, small. That's great. That's great. You know, it's, it's just, it takes the community to come together, I think. So, it, you know friends neighbors 
God, got to be willing to chip in and, and work together. Wow, thank you. Absolutely, and I think I think uh, Ryan and Cody could use some mentoring too. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're headed down a really bad path. Um, Ryan was dressed like Darth Vader over the weekend. Oh, that's not um, a bad thing. At, at the he, odd mall. He, he's an adult. He's a grown okay. man. Kind, kind no, of. Th- no, actually, that. <laughs> Did I call him is, a grown man? He is man? an adult, and, but th- that was an awesome costume. I'm just Wait. totally joking right. here. I'm sorry, um, but did I just call Ryan a grown man? He did. I- yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. Um, and, and Fred, you, you know, we mentioned earlier. You mentioned earlier before we started uh, that you're a lifelong Akron resident, and I'm. Sh- and I imagine you've probably seen a lot of change since back in the day, right? I mean, I Akron is an, it's, it's growing. I think it's it's a. Uh, I, 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 at least from my vantage point, I see a lot of really good things happening in Akron. I see a lot of groups, uh, volunteers coming together, um, a lot of people you know, helping out, trying to rebuild our neighborhoods. And, and how, how have things changed uh, you know, in your lifetime here? You know, um, it's a lot more positive place Akron is right now. It really is. Um, I've been through the riots in Akron. I've been through... 1968? I was there. Yeah. Over on Wooster Avenue, I was there. Talk about that. Um, what was that like? What were the riots about? Tell well, everybody. First of all, I was being placed in a foster home at the time from the children's home. And I woke up one morning and I was, the grandparents of the people I was staying with lived in Perkins Woods. And all of a sudden I was seeing tear gas being dispersed and wow. people setting stores on fire. There was gunfire in Perkins Woods. What brought all that on? scary. What brought that on? It was, you know, I was real young at the time, but I was confused and it was, I mean, I lived in Springfield. Right. But uh, they brought me to the city and I was in the care of the children's home, but I was being placed in a foster, they were trying to place me in a foster home. And, um, it was some kind of... It was a police incident, right? It was a police incident where somebody... I'm, I'm not sure how it all started. i just seen the stores being burnt. And these are stores i seen as a child, and I didn't understand quite everything that went on, but I understood that um, <laughs> the two sides weren't happy, and they were driving through neighborhoods, dropping tear gas just to keep people under control so wow. it was it was really it was frightening in a way sure and my eyes burnt and stung for weeks but wow yeah. so so according to wikipedia um there were fights in the area between black gangs from the city's north and west sides of town um and they you know and after <coughs> even after the police department intervened um they were you know so it was gang activity even back in you know in the 60s and what's interesting is I, I came upon a, a site I'm probably going to read later, Crime in Akron, Ohio. It's a Wikipedia entry. It goes back to, like, 1900. There's uh, no 1900. crime in Akron. Oh, no. There there's, is crime in Akron. Well, there's we're, no, there's we're no glad. crying in baseball, and there's no crime in Akron. Right. We're, we're glad that uh, you, you know... That you made it through that time because I'm sure it was pretty scary as a kid yeah. to to be around that, you know. And and um, so what you said you were your li- lifelong Akron guy. What, what neighborhoods in Akron have you lived in? And, and okay, where you my live now? family um, lived well. When I, I remember as a young cop, I lived in South Akron. I lived in West Akron. My family, my mother's family, was originally from North Akron. 
um, I lived in Springfield Township from the time I was uh, nine till I was 19 because they had built the cottages out by Edwin Shaw. Mm-hmm. And I was the first child to move into them cottages. Uh, I see them deteriorating and rotting, and now they're tearing them down. But uh, they had a gym out there, and I mean, Bob Perky, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and he, it wasn't just Bob Perky. There was a guy named Dave Hendershot, who is now deceased, and some other people that worked in that gym that really touched my life. Thank goodness for them and people like you. Thank goodness, Yeah, right? so they, they reached out to you when you were a young man, much like you're reaching out to some of these kids now, and, yeah. and you're continuing to pay it forward. Totally. Where, uh, on a lighter note and everything, like where where do you go around town to eat? Where do you like to go when you're not at the Y? Where, you know, if you are going out with the family, is there a favorite restaurant? Is there some place you guys go to listen to music? Any special events you go to every year? <clears throat> what, what do you love to do in Akron now that it's like doing all these great things? Okay. Um, now you're touching the later point in my life. I was a bucketeer. I worked at the bucket shop for years. Oh, wow. Really the bucket and, shop. Uh, in the 80s. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the one 80s of the, in Akron. For you youngsters, the bucket shop was a pretty wild it place. It was. Uh, it was like after... I would go to Annabelle's, right. and then people from Annabelle's would walk up to the bucket shop, and that's when I usually went home because I just it was a lot to a lot to t- take, you know, <laughs> the, the original meat market. Chris couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. Coach yeah. Fred worked there. Yeah, <laughs> I could have met Coach Fred back then. <laughs> I was there. Um, uh, we I did a thing where I made me and Louie took all the beer off the floor, and we kept the the uh, bar open for an extra hour so the people could dance and wear off their liquor so there wouldn't be that many DUIs. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. That is really smart. <laughs> yeah. But that also tells you how drunk everybody was. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it was Highland Square in the 80s. <laughs> right, yeah. A lot I know, different they, than Highland Square now. Yeah, they think they have like the scene now and people you know, do drink and all that fun stuff, but I don't think it compares, does it? Nah, so, so I mean, you, it was different. Liz, were you a bucket shop regular? Chris, how old do you think I am? I don't know. No. Do you think I was old enough to drink in the 80s? No, the bucket shop was around until the late 90s. Well, I thought you were asking if I, uh, okay. No, I I don't know. When you were of age, were you a bucket shop I thought you were asking if I went there in the 80s. Well, I hope you didn't go there in the 80s. Right. (laughs) Chris, have you ever experienced the bucket shop? I I have, yes, a few times. Get him, Coach Fred. It was overwhelming, yes. (laughs) I'm the oldest of of us hosts here. No, Um, I've heard of it. It, but I, I don't know that I was even hanging out in Akron in the nineties. It, it was it was after two thousand when I started commuting and going to the university and everything. And I have a funny bucket shop story. They they used to record people yes we dancing had a camera. and they would play it back on TV screens. Yes, this one guy who was a total derelict who I worked as a waiter at a restaurant with. Um, you know, his, he had, he projected this image to his parents apparently where he was like a wholesome boy, but he was at the bucket shop all the time, hitting on ladies and just acting crazy. And, and one day I think he was going through Highland Square with his mom or something and she saw one of the videos replaying. And I don't know if they just replayed there or other establishments, but she saw his, 
his lechery in action <laughs> right Coach, in front of him. Yeah, it, was, it was hilarious. And it wasn't me, no. Yeah, Coach like, Brad, oh, it was totally him. No, it wasn't. <laughs> he just told his no, own no, life story. No. Yeah. Oh, I know a guy. <laughs> a but friend it, of mine. No. <laughs> it was a little fun. It was a lot of fun working I'll for bet. Louis Beard. I'm sure. And I'd... he was a staple in Akron. And, Louis? Uh, and my, my aunt actually worked for his mother back in the day. And, Louis, Louis, Louis. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you worked at the, you were a bucketeer. I've never heard that term before. I've heard about the famous bucket shop. Uh, you know, when you got into more serious jobs or, you know, came up and all that fun stuff and started a family. Uh, I don't, I'm not married. I don't have any children. What? Not married. <laughs> Smart no, man. I, I heard you talking about your family at the Y and not I, just the employees, but you have right. nieces and everything. I have nieces But I, and I should not have presumed or assumed. I don't have any kitties either. High five. High five to adult freedom. <laughs> All Coach right. Fred. Well, well. I'm just Th- kidding. That's why he's so happy. He's never been there. <laughs> she's got that smile on his face. Like, you yeah. have not stopped smiling. Now we know why. <laughs> Um, the kids at the Y and your nieces and nephew, I'm sure you see as, as your oh, yeah. kids in, well, a, lo- in a lot I'm of important very ways. very protective of certain ones. Now, um, at the Y, I, per- I, I made a program of the kids who excelled in basketball. I take them out and I put them on, AAU, on an AAU team that is only the Y's brand. It's called the Wolfpack. And the I'm wolf very, pack. There was a kid there just yesterday with a wolf pack T-shirt. Right. And black and red. Right. Right. Black and red. And nice. they are. That is our brand. And Danico Buckley, myself, um, have. You know that's that's our brand, and it's and we we're solely for the Y. It's did, works only for the Y. Did you see the Wolf Pack movie? I didn't. It's great. Oh no, it's I, I want to see that. Yeah, about the kids. Oh, who it's so are good. Shut-ins, basically. That's a, yeah, it was at the nightlight back in the day. Nightlight, and uh, it's an incredible documentary. It's on. No, ne- it's, it's on not. Netflix. Is it yeah. now? Okay, I think it's so. it's worth watching if you can catch it. It's an I'll incredible try. story. Well, it's so it's a cool name for a group of kids, you know, because yeah. there is that camaraderie in a in a wolf pack. And there's a couple groups of kids that are out there, and I think you'll start seeing the names. I'm not going to say any names on the air, but um, we got some kids that are very, very good. Oh, I thought you were going to say the opposite. We have some some real, that are, that you, are, some little you-know-whats. That are, are reaching high school age and are out there, and they're going to be very good basketball players. Wow. And you're going to start hearing from them very, very soon. Oh my gosh, and I can tell that totally excites you, which why wouldn't it? That you're sure. you know helping bring these kids up and now they're gonna like go on to do who knows what like reach their potential with, with the basketball and, and in and in life. Yeah. So cool. Now I have to do this because I told him I would do this. Um, the Brown James Foundation had set us up with a scholarship fund and Coach McGee who played with LeBron back in the day when I first met him because I coached him at Summit Lake at one period. Um, they're going to be, they're, they do so much for us, and wow. I do appreciate them. The, the, Le, the LeBron James Foundation. The foundation. Helps, with, helps fund the Y specifically? Well, they donate money um, almost yearly to us. That's awesome. So. I do appreciate that. I don't care what anybody says. I wasn't even mad at him when he went to Miami. Like, he gives back so much, and he, he acts so maturely. How can anybody not be grateful and impressed by who he is 
off the court no, as no, well. Nobody in Akron should have been disappointed because he's never left Akron, even no. when no. he went to play for Miami. Exactly. He still had a presence here. He he gives so much back to the community. I mean, and he he donates clubs to our golf outing and so much every year. The YMCA is a great place to. Um, to have your kids be established, I mean, be associated with, and I do appreciate them giving me the opportunity to put my programs across. That's awesome. Well, let's talk specifically about becoming a member there. If people want to, because it's not just for kids, obviously. I don't have kids, and, and my significant other and myself go, we're members. I mean, it's, you know, it's got a, a really great, um, facility for adults to work out there is a pool there's all kinds of equipment there's racquetball courts so whether you have kids or not whether you want a family membership or an individual um people can go to the website and and become members and it's very reasonable it is yeah for what you're getting it's very reasonable plus you can go to other you don't have to go to that specific why you can go to Calder falls front street Nordonia Hills, Barberton, Green. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I think you can go to any in Ohio. Yes, you right? can. Yeah, your membership um, gets you in the any, any Awesome. Y. With a star on that. On that. Um, recently, we call what do they call that? They call that, they, they invented a thing. Any in Ohio you can go to, you can go to any in United States for six visits. Wow. Oh, okay. So, YUSA and the YMCA in Akron, but the Akron area Y is Canton, Akron, basically. Okay. So. Ooh. We, we could do a national YMCA tour with our memberships. <laughs> like, I know. I'm going to be like, <laughs> you, you know, really like when you're in another city, how cool to know that you have a gym you can go to without paying because, well, you're paying through well, your membership. you may have to pay like a small fee at at other states, but nope, usually not gonna do we it. don't. I'm going to say, nope, I'm, I'm usually, here. <laughs> well, if you call in advance, yeah. they'll tell you. Also, you guys offer really cool classes. So I advertise sometimes I'll grab flyers, you know, 8 by 10 whatever you guys have printed up there at the Y, and I'll hang them in the shop. I usually hang them in the restroom or by our brochure table where people will see them in the cafe. Um, advertising that you guys have everything from yoga classes to swimming classes to special workout programs uh so you guys offer classes as well as uh what would you call it like for the kids uh there's a little room like a daycare almost. right we have at our ymca we have a you can tell i don't have kids i'm like what do they call that <laughs> what is that room with those uh, toys and i can't forget <laughs> those cages that you just it's like a kennel right no. there's like there's um, like babysitters yeah, or something. They're, they're, and basically that's what they do. But child care, uh, that's child watch. We call that child watch. They'll watch your child for up to two or three hours while you work out. But our child care is all located at Firestone Park at okay. our facility. Super and, cool. And it's a super cool facility over there. You know, I've always been fond of Firestone Park because that's where I started. That's where my boss started. Danico all started. We all, we all started over there. So um, I remember the old East Avenue Y that's on uh, Goodyear Boulevard as very finally. It's shut down now, but, but that's where, um, that's the first Y I ever went to, so. I went when I was a real little kid, and I lived in New York State. Um, I was born in the Niagara Falls area, but when I was, let me see, we moved a lot. When I was living in Jamestown, I believe, um, I went to the Y. We, there was a summer camp program, and my mom was, like, all about getting rid of us in the summertime. <laughs> what, they're not in school? Then I'll send them somewhere. <laughs> that was that. 
but we would uh, take swimming classes and stuff too. And I had this bubble that I wore on my back. Did you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if they still have them, but you'd fasten it like it, it was meant to. It was a floating device to keep you afloat in the water, and you would fasten it around your waist, and it would clasp. And then there was this like it was firm like a football, but it had like a, a material like I don't know. It was patterned material. It was kind of cute, but really like stu- a human a human buoy. Really stupid. <laughs> yes, really stupid looking. And I thought this. You know, when I got older, I was like, how stupid is that? Because I remember. It, I guess it was supposed to help teach you how to swim, too, because you'd have to be on your belly. You couldn't even really be upright, like, meaning um, up and down in the water vertical. You had to be, like, on your belly, and then you had no choice unless you wanted to drown, but keep your head up. <laughs> so you'd be on your belly, moving your... I mean, flailing, basically. I was, like, six or seven. It was pro- probably quite a sight, but, yeah, that was my YMCA experience as a kid. <laughs> And I'm so glad I don't see those at the pool. And now. you still came back. <laughs> oh my god! I did not learn how to swim that way. By the way, I swear I learned nothing about swimming at, at that particular location with those bubbles. I later on uh, we moved to Ohio, and at one point my my dad got a pool in the backyard, which was awesome. That's how I learned to swim. Nice. Ta- taught myself, nice. but I just uh, yeah have memories of a bubble on my back. <laughs> That, that I haven't thought about in a long time. Hunchback. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, jeez. Memories. Well, um, at the end of each podcast, we talk events and things. Uh, so we will get to that. So if you have anything that you want to promote or highlight about the community work or the YMCA specifically, please feel free. But what I do want to touch upon first is you. Thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you for inviting Because me. you have a major surgery tomorrow. You're getting your... My hip, hip replacement surgery done tomorrow. So thank you for coming in the day before you're going to be doing that. I, just as of recently, the past few weeks, have seen you with the cane. So I know it's getting painful and it's getting bad. And it's usually to that point when people get their knees and their hips replaced, it gets to a very painful point. So yeah. I hope you weren't suffering too much through this. And uh, you didn't, yeah, you, you're, you can tell you're, you're tough and you go to the Y anyway and you're still coaching with the cane. But whew, good luck with the surgery tomorrow. You said it's at St. Thomas? It is. At St. Thomas Crystal Clinic, Dr. Bird is doing his thing. All right. <laughs> All right. It's going to be great. You're, that pain's going to go away. I have family members who have gotten uh, stuff like that done. Um, my mom got both of her knees replaced uh, about six months ago, and you wouldn't even know it. She's walking. Up, I've had that like, done years ago. You had that done, too? You're, you're like my grandpa, then. He got I'm the knees. i bionic man. That's what we called him. <laughs> my nanu had his knee, both knees done and his hips, so I'm glad you're getting it done because it's painful what you guys go to leading up to that. Ugh. Too many sports as a child. Too many, oh, is that what they told you? Well, I knew that ahead of time. It can be hereditary, too. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. I'll probably need that done one day. Chris? Yeah, wearing that bubble on your Chris, back I'm probably has <laughs> put a lot of strain on your body. <laughs> I'm just saying, I might need a ride to the hospital. I might okay. call you. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a ride. Don't worry. I, I, got, I got your back. <laughs> no pun intended. Stop it. I don't, I don't want to talk about the bubble anymore. So, so What, what um, bubble? What are you talking what, about? What? What? Uh, what just happened? No bubbles. <laughs> so... Um, where, where can people find out more about your mobile mentoring program? Is it- My mobile mentoring program probably will be online. I'm hopingly in September. Um, we'll probably advertise it here and through the YMCA. I'll let you know, Chris, as soon okay. as I get that Thank started. You. Um, 
The next project I'm going to do because of my hip surgery for the YMCA is going to be the University Park, well, the whole family University Park YMCA's Jack-O-Lantern Jog, which will be in the summer through Glendale Cemetery over here. A oh, Jack-O-Lantern awesome. Jog? A Jack-O-Lantern In the summer? Jog. It's not a no, Halloween thing? No, it's in the thing? fall. It's oh, it a is. Halloween okay. thing. So. Okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that sounds I thought, great. I, thought you said I need in the a time to heal. <laughs> You're going to run in that? No, no. Oh, okay. No. I was going to say, brave man. I don't think I'm going to run for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> you probably not get a good idea not to for a while. Yeah, and by the time this, this podcast, we're actually recording this a week early, but... Um, You'll you'll be on the you'll be convalescing by time our the listeners road hear of this. Recovery, so, baby. Yeah, I was gonna have the, have the listeners send some well wishes, but it, it'll already be over by the time they hear this. So you'll, yes. you'll be you'll be well on your way, I'm sure. Yep, yes. you'll be uh, doing the physical therapy at that point. Yes, I will. Big time, big time. Well, very, very, very awesome to have you today. I cannot thank you enough for finding the time. Um, especially before your big uh, surgery. Is there anything you want to talk about event-wise or, or talk about or promote that we didn't mention? Um, let me throw a shout-out to Trent Morgan. He has his own company. It's called um, Trent. Uh, what is Trent's company called? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Trent's company. Trent's, no, it's Trent's <laughs> training. He's, he trains uh, youth basketball players. He follows them all the way through their season. He does a really good job. Trent's training. Yeah. Awesome. Trent's training. Trent Morgan. You can check him out. He, you, all you have to do is Google him. He's a great guy. He I can does tell. A great job with kids. You've mentioned him a couple times, so he well, must be a good guy. Well, me and Trent are intertwined for life. No. <laughs> but he, he he's does, actually performing your surgery tomorrow, isn't he? <laughs> I, no. <laughs> he does the other half of what I don't do. So okay. At the Y, and I do appreciate him. He'll probably uh, Den- fill Den- in a lot while you're gone. Right, Danico Buckley. He's. Um, does a lot of work with the wise. He's the minority achiever guy at RI, and he does a lot of things with the kids, bringing them up. And also Willie McGee, the St. B athletic director, he still helps us out quite a bit, and it's a mutual thing. So thank you guys. I appreciate y'all. Not at all. And that just you know speaks to the kind of person you are. You want to make sure that credit's given to your team and the other people doing great things like you're doing. So thank you very, very much. Mr. Chris, what you got for events today? Okay, so for events, let's see. Um, There is a Food Truck Friday, May 13th, Food Truck Friday Frenzy at Child Guidance and Family Solutions. Um, Seems to be a yearly tradition now when it gets warm, all the food trucks converge in the parking lot. And that's not too far from the Y, actually. It's a great thing. Yeah, it's it's, it's really good. Um, May 13th is Slam Night which is slam poetry, storytelling, freestyle rap, anything you want to do, that sort of creative expression performance at the Akron Center for Art and Music Performance. That's May 13th at 8 p.m. Um, and that's, that's, that's going to be a really cool event. Let's see. There's Exploring the World Through Stories Festival, May 14th at the Akron Summit County Public Library. And that's another uh, storytelling type of event um, run by... I think it's run by um, uh, Global Ties Akron and just going to have international stories and learn more about some other cultures Um, and it's going to be really cool. And let's see, what else we got? May 14th, Neo Maniacal Comedy Night run by Sarah Jones, who is a, you know, a mentor herself to uh, up-and-coming comics in the area and comedians. Um, and that's May 14th, 9 p.m. at Aqueduct Brewing. 
Um, and let's see. University of Akron Chamber Choir, May 15th at 5.30 p.m. at the First United Methodist Church. And let's see, I'll do a couple more into May. There's an event called Motherhood, and it's basically um, celebrating motherhood. It's another storytelling performance. I, I, you can tell the, the, the kind of interest I have, but it's, it's Akron Civic Theater, um, May 20th. It starts at 8 p.m., um, and I know Brenda Cummins is going to be involved in this, and, and uh, you know, good friend, and Heather Burns, Brenda Cummins, Amanda Cosma, a day in Charlene Dijonet, and it's basically going to be um, a celebration of motherhood and and you know creative celebration of motherhood. Um, crafts and drafts at Thirsty Dog Brewery, May twenty first at noon, um, and that's basically what the name entails. You know, uh, do some crafting, drink some local beers at Thirsty Dog, and that should be a good time. Um, oh, and we'll also pr- uh, plug May 26th, Goldilocks on Trial, which is uh, directed by our own Ryan and Cody, um, Next Generation Players, and that is at the Norton Community Center, May 26th to the 28th. How about you, Liz? Well, I, you, I had a couple that you mentioned, so I will skip those. Um, I do want to uh, let everybody know that... Uh, May is the last month that you can catch the free Akron Glassworks glass blowing demonstrations because then it gets hot, uh, too hot to do those and demonstrate. So May is a great month to check their schedule and see if you can attend an art walk or go on a Saturday night and see uh, Akron's own glass blowers in action. Uh, if nobody's, if you haven't done that, it's a cool thing to watch, and you can sign up for uh, workshops throughout the year to actually make your own glass pieces to take home. Uh, we also have the Akron Farm and Flea Market coming up that we want to start to let everybody know about. The first one's going to be June 12th, and that's actually uh, going to be the second Sunday of each month, June through September. And we're very excited. Uh, Crafty Mart and Countryside Conservancy have uh, put a lot of effort into booking some really great vendors. Uh, this is basically trying to change the climate of downtown Akron on uh, the weekends during the day when it's very quiet. Uh, I really want to get people downtown and make them realize, you know, they can go to the museum and have something else fun to do. So uh, do come out and support that. The first one, I like I said, is June 12th, and they'll each have a really great theme and, and different activities. There's going to be an, a flower uh, workshop for the first one. So many fun things. Uh, Urban Eats' new menu is out. The new May menu just came out, and check that out. Uh, go in and, and see everybody. Uh, Max and Jason and, and the gang uh, would be happy to feed you. We also have, um, you know, the Jazz Club. Uh, Blue is is not only doing its normal schedule of, of great shows, but now uh, has the great program in place where kids can uh come and perform and be mentored by some of the visiting artists and musicians. So if you have a, a child musician, maybe there's some way for them to, them to be involved and or sign up for that program. Uh, something really cool to have here in the neighborhood. But other than that, I think you kind of covered everybody, of course, go online and see what's happening with uh, the Nightlight and with the Akron Civic Theater. Support those very special venues and uh, see what's happening at your, your local parks and, and recreational areas. Now that the weather's getting nice, the Nature Realm's always one of my favorites and they'll have uh, special hours and things like that where you can go in and see what's up. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff around town. No reason to knock it out and enjoy. And, of course, if you want to join the YMCA, there's websites and, and membership information online. You can go meet Coach Fred in person. 
Uh, you can take some special classes, but it's a great time of year to get active. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate having you on, uh, Coach, and 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 appreciate all you do for the community. You, you know, you. it's you, you're doing wonderful work, and and it's it'll 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 pay back in itself back in dividends. You know, these these kids will definitely remember uh, what you're doing for them and and the guidance you're showing them. So. I'm gonna feed them some ice cream this time. Yeah. I've got ice cream in the shop. Those kids are getting some ice cream. And you. You're gonna get some ice cream. All right. Thank you so much, Coach Fred. All right. So that's it for us uh this this Monday and uh keep it. An, an Akron, Akron day. day.